Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone's time is important, and that is exactly what I believe our next interview really is all about. Uh, we have uh, with us the Chief Executive Officer from 4-Day Week, four day week Global. Uh, any, any eyebrows raising out there? I hope so. Um, the headline I'm going to read here is a four-day work week can be life-changing should Canadians get, get one. Uh, Dr. Dale Wheelahan is here with us. He is a behavioral scientist and he have, has completed his PhD in exploring, wait for it here, folks, the impact of fatigue and seep deprivation in healthcare workers, particularly surgeons. And of course, he's published, uh, published extensively in his field. Uh, Dale, thank you so much for joining us on the show here today. Hi, David. Thanks for having me. So, 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 Dale, I was wondering if you could just sort of step into what your research has been telling you. I'm, I know that um, um, I've, I, what I've been looking at here is a, a, a six-month trial that was done, 61 companies, 2,900 workers. And I think, I think the thing for me that really bubbles to the surface is this is about, I don't know, is it about working smarter, not harder? But, but, but it's about changing the way people work. Can you, can you unpack that for us a little bit? Absolutely, David. I think the analogy actually I saw today that uh, really fits the whole approach of the four-day week is it's about, you know, taking the canary out of the, the coal mine, providing yes. it with resilience training, and then trying to send it back into the coal mine, um, you know, it's a futile effort. So we really need to look at changing the, the coal mine, or in this case, the workplace and how we do work. And so that's what has been the work of four-day week global and for the past few years, I think it might be useful just to give a bit of context. The 4 Day Week Global were a not-for-profit company which was founded in 2018 um, on the success of um, two founders, Andrew uh, Barnes and Charlotte Lockhart, who piloted a reduced working hour in their own company, Perpetual Guardian, in New Zealand. And from that, found huge success of which they have run pilot studies across the US, Ireland, the UK, um, and now are currently running pilots in the European Union, South Africa, uh, Brazil, and um, with plans to expand as well then into Australasia in the coming year as well. How much of this has been sort of fueled or driven by the sort of, we're not quite post-pandemic, but I suppose we are to some degree, or have we been talking about a four-day work week for, for some time? I think we've been certainly having an immature conversation around the need to reduce our working hours for many years. And certainly that's what academics have been talking around. You know, it's been well established within the research that cognitive fatigue is reached at a much quicker rate when compared to physical fatigue. And when we look at our traditional working models, which we have as, you know, 95 or 96 in many instances, it's modeled off as an industrial revolution style of working where people were a lot more physical. Uh, research has consistently shown that 
like 3.5 hours of productivity is all we really get in any given day when we're using our brain uh, in, right. in a strong way. And so, yeah, basically, I think we, we had this ground of evidence, but we, we haven't, I suppose, the means to drive the conversation forward. The pandemic obviously rose the, the conversation around mental health and, and well-being in a way that society has never discussed. And we saw radical changes within the workplace, such as hybrid working and flexible working. So I see reduced working hours, the completion of a trifecta of intervention to improve the lives of workers and ultimately what we have found in our research improves the, the businesses or the organization's uh, performance as well. Yeah, I would imagine, you know, I was going to make a kind of a light comment there while you were chatting, but I didn't want to interrupt your flow. The, the, the 20 minute reminder to get up out of your chair on your Fitbit or whatever your device is, 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 is a very good thing from going from being so physical, hyper-physical, you know, a hundred years ago to basically being <laughs> relatively sedentary, uh, you know, in, in these days. Absolutely. And I, I certainly, something I try to practice what I preach, my own PhD, having been in the space of fatigue. And, you know, when we look at the science around what causes fatigue, a lot of it is around when we start to feel that little niggle or kind of a strain when we're doing our work, that's the best time to get up and to move. Mm. And actually, when we begin to experience that strain even throughout the day, we typically do experience it around the lunchtime mark or, you know, um, coming into the evening time. So what we're trying to achieve is it was a radical change in how we work to allow us to, to not let that strain be pushed into a disengagement and a burnout. Well, you know, it's interesting you bring up uh, burnout. The study that that's out of the University of Cambridge in, in the UK, and I believe Boston College in the US, um, and a, and I, I believe a think tank in 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 London as well. Uh, Sixty one companies, twenty nine hundred workers participated in this. So the study finds that thirty nine percent of employees were less stressed after the four day working week, and seventy one percent had reduced levels of burnout at the end of the trial. I mean, what are we waiting for? Yeah, and so that's the that's the study um, that's the study that we partner with those universities and with those um, companies within the UK, and these are our findings. You know, we we worked with companies to help them introduce reduced working hours, and our partners in Cambridge and Boston have, have found these fantastic results. I think what it means is that it's the most radical transformation we're seeing in tackling growing levels of burnout and stress that we're seeing in society. Um, I certainly have experienced it both in my uh, background as a researcher, but also in my background as a healthcare worker prior to this, that, you know, tokenistic approaches to, to well-being are extremely um, laborsome and also futile. And what I like to call is window shopping wellness, you know, right. mandatory, mental health, mandatory mental health talk or yoga at lunchtime is not going to uh, reduce burnout when the workforce itself is under a huge amount of um, pressure and doesn't have enough time to actually you know, detach from the work and relax. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 